And welcome back, everybody, to the Inside Source. My name is Hutton Harris, ACU TV director, along with Cohen Carpenter, offensive lineman for your ACU Wildcats. This is the Inside Source Wildcat Football Edition. Cohen, what's going on? Man, it's uh, it's coming down to the wire, huh? It's uh, it it's game time, and it's that time of the year where we got football and basketball. So I mean, yep, competition get, is in the air. Let's get this out of the way. Cohen's a, an Astros fan, so oh, congrats on the win. I'm high on so, life right yes, now. <laughs> yes, yes. So ACU's winning. Astros are winning. Um, good times. Yeah. ACU basketball won last night. We're very excited about that. Women go for win number one tomorrow. So Cohen is a big part of our our ESPN Plus coverage. He was on. Uh, in our halftime report last night, so we're, we're thrilled to have him. So, uh, Cohen, let's just get into the game, man. ACU has never been where we are right now when it comes to we're just a couple of games away from really staring down the barrel of a playoff berth. So 28-23, we can talk about that game. Do you want to talk about that game first? you want to talk about the playoff scenarios? What do you want to do? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Because Tarleton, I'm, I mean, this is big for, the, big for the school, big win for the school, because yeah. I was looking at this earlier, just looking at the ACU going through the news and all that. This is the first time that we've had a six-win team at the D1 level. Yeah, it is. And we've, we've still got two games left in the season. So, obviously, this is a big milestone for KP and his coaching staff, but not just the people on the team, just the whole uh, campus in general and for the school. But just looking at the game, um, it was a bit tighter than, I guess, a lot of people expected and a lot less comfortable than we wanted. And a lot of that you just have to give credit to the Tarleton coaching staff because they came out and – they ran the ball and they ran the ball good. And I think it was, they did a good job of predicting how we would um, attack them on defense, especially in the alignment of the front seven. We kind of changed that up a bit because the game plan, kind of how we had them pegged going into the week, was they were a team that wasn't afraid to go three and out and they weren't afraid to take deep shots. Like right. they, they were going to throw a go route three plays in a row. And if they don't get it, they're going to punt. So we were expecting that kind of go three and out and then our offense we'd have a lot of the time of possession but that ended up not being the case yeah 181 yards passing for tarleton as opposed to uh i mean acu kind of went off we'll talk about that they had almost 400 yards but what you were referring to earlier was the 47 rush attempts four and a half yards per game and mm -hmm. 209 yards overall that yeah. that kind of threw you guys off it, I'm assuming. and yeah. especially that first drive i know they yeah. didn't score because they had that penalty or whatever on the one yard line they didn't score, but that definitely was a punch in the mouth coming out of the gate, especially because their two best athletes on their team are their wideouts, um, is, is what we kind of had game plan for them, and their, and their quarterback can sling it. And, you know, like we said, they weren't afraid of dominating time of possession, so we kind of expected in our game plan we're going to have the ball offensively most of the time, and we were going to try to wear out the defense. We were going to try to, you know, try to sustain drives for a long period of time, maybe get some of their D linemen to sub out. But it ended up being the complete opposite, where Tarleton went on this long, sustained drive to start the game, and then our very first play was 80 yards, DJ taking to the house. So kind of a opposite there. Yeah, uh, Davion Johnson, 80 yards from Maverick. Um, again, that was just under nine minutes left in the uh, first quarter, which was great. I mean, again, I'm watching the game on, online and, and or on ESPN, and I'm just thinking this is exactly the type of – you know, start that we want to get off to offensively, right? Mm -hmm. But def defensively, you definitely, I was a little worried. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Tarleton goes down and uh, and has a really good drive, and they tie it 7-7. Seven to seven. Heading into the second quarter, um, again, ACU kind of drives down and really kind of 
I've been super so impressed over the last three years with Kobe Clark, but he just he is amazing. I mean, it's insane. He's that he's, catch. He's amazing. You yeah. couldn't even see the ball, and he got held or what was seven, it? Defensive yeah. pass interference. I mean, he had a heck of a fantasy day. He went seven for one hundred and fifteen, averaging more than sixteen yards a catch That's with crazy. two touchdowns. That's crazy. I mean, if there to me again, I did not consider him a pro prospect at the beginning of the year, but I feel like he'll get a pro. I mean, obviously a pro day. Yeah, and and K- uh, KP's KP's really pushing. I think I mentioned that week yeah. one or two. KP's yeah. really pushing because his whole thing is to legitimize. Not not that we weren't legitimate before, but legitimize ACU. We've never had a pro day out right. here, so you know, bring scouts in, and yeah, if if they come. I mean, I can definitely see Kobe as maybe an undrafted yep. guy or like yep. well, and that's that's been low AC- rounds guy. Yeah, even that's maybe. been Who that's knows? that's been ACU's thing the last fifteen years is that we get guys in the NFL from from the running back position and the wide receiver position, mm-hmm. and so not yep. the last seven or eight years specifically, but definitely with with Johnny Knox and uh, and Taylor Gabriel and so on and, and so I forth. And I think I think Kobe he moved up the leaderboard again. He was he tied himself for six or fifth yeah. for touchdown catches yeah. in Tarleton. So I mean, yeah, yeah. just all around great so again uh, acu just clicking on offense maverick 385 three touchdowns he did have two interceptions um but again overall i mean i've been so impressed with him the the last three yep. weeks especially and this and this is really the time of the season when you really need to start pulling it together yeah and i think he's having a lot easier time as games have gone on reading defenses and uh, you know, working on his placement and all that good stuff. And yeah, I, I would say, I'd say this is probably his best game of the season. Um, yeah. he was player of the game in our, in our champions meeting or after team meeting. So, uh, offensively and yeah, I mean, it, I think just going back, I keep going back historically, but this, you know, this game in a lot of ways was historical for this program. And I think that was also the best passing performance since 2018. Yeah. For, for ACU, so I mean, yeah, I can probably think Luke Anthony or I think or that's, somebody like that. I think that's yeah, who it was. Yeah. Um, but again, when something's on the line, this is the difference for me as a fan: is when something's on the line, there's a lot more pressure, obviously. It's and true. So it's true because if if ACU had lost this game, that essentially would put them in a, a behind the eight ball situation. Right? We would have been out. Yeah, basically, we would. You, been out. You'd have had to have uh, SFA lose out, right? Yes, they and, they had they had that one game against Southern Utah yes. that they're playing this week. We but would have they, had to have them lose, right? But they had already already beaten ACU. It wasn't obviously it wasn't a a conference game, but it just it just kind of felt like yeah they were out. So ACU goes up twenty one seventeen into the fourth quarter, and then and then we go up twenty eight seventeen. Anthony Smith has a a small run to get in. Um, it was so, good good to have Ant back too. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. really good to have Ant back. So now we've got three threats. <sighs> That are really dynamic out yeah. of the backfield. It's hard to game plan. And I for. mean, just looking at uh, Rovon Banks, uh, Dobbins, and Smith didn't have a great rushing day. Only had uh, 68 yards total. Mm-hmm. But I mean, again, just the threat of those guys. It's, yeah, that's really because all you've that seen matters. all of those guys pop up for 100 yards before. So how right. do you game plan that? Right. Yeah, so. I was happy to see Kendall Catalan catch a few balls too. Yep. He's a good guy, JMC guy, journalism, mass communications. That's and where we're at, we're at here. TJ, was, TJ had that great catch. Ooh, yeah, that I mean, was nice. That that to me may have been the play of the game. Oh, it was great because that solidified the the, the I think the two touchdown lead yeah. or the eleven point lead. I think it did too. Um, and and I mean again when you're mossing somebody like that and mossing then you're, and then and, and then running through like yeah. three oh, guys. Yeah. yeah, if only he scored. I mean, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I know. 
Uh, all right, so 28-23, ACU does hang on to win in Tarleton. It didn't really matter. Style points don't matter in mm -hmm. these scenarios. Yeah. You just want to win. doesn't matter if it's two to nothing. Yep. You want to win the game. And so Tarleton is is a longtime rival of ACU dating back, you know, 50 years um, in every sport just because of the proximity. Battle um, of big country. Yeah. yeah. And so they're going to be a kind of a thorn in ACU side and, and vice versa in every sport. Mm -hmm. Um after the game, what do you what do you what do you think uh, was was kind of the message or this week in practice? What was the message? So yeah, th this this whole week was just kind of handle our business because there's there's been a lot. I mean, we're going to talk about it on this show, but there's been a lot of talk just around the campus of playoffs and you know what's going to happen afterwards. But it's important for the team just to stay focused and to keep their mind on their opponent because you take it one week at a time. And um, yeah, just just to take precautions against Tarleton. Um, they're, they're a very good football team. They had a lot of good talent, especially on the defensive line. Um, they had some big guys, playmakers. Um, and it was kind of weird how the travel schedule worked because they're in Stephenville. It's only an hour and a half away. So it was more like a high school game where they traveled there the day of and then kind of came back. So that was that was a bit different, a little change in the routine. But it was all handled pretty well. And now, yeah. now it gave ourselves the opportunity to look forward to Sam Houston. Yeah, Sam Houston obviously is a pretty big hurdle to climb. They're mm -hmm. sitting at five and two. Now they are they're not in yep. the FCS, they're in the FBS. Um, and, and so they're not eligible to nope. to uh, to be a part of the equation here. Um, ultimately, you know, they, they would be favored in just about every game, and they are favored in every game when they would be favored for sure in the conference just because yeah. They've they were national champions two years ago, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Um, but just looking ahead this week, and then what I want to do after the break is we can kind of just talk about the the FCS outlook. Yep. Um, but real quick, let's look ahead to to, to Sam Houston. Um, this this game is going to be on ESPN Plus. It's going to be at noon on Saturday, November the twelfth. It'll be in Houston, right? So. Mm -hmm. Um, like you said, there's not going to be, it's not going to be a day trip probably, I would assume, right? Yeah. It, well, I mean, it, it's Huntsville, so it's a bit close. It's not as close as Stephenville, but no, they'll, okay. they'll, it's, yeah. it's going to be the r regular schedule. And, um, what's the focus for this week? The fo well, I mean, you know, cause going in Sam Houston is, ha is, and kind of established himself to be the standard of SES football in Texas. So it's, it's going to be a great litmus test, even though it doesn't matter Conference-wise, it's going to be a great litmus test of going back and uh, preparing for SFA because it's a good ramp-up game, too, because obviously in the Battle of the Piney Woods, um, that was only a one-point difference, so they're pretty equal personnel-wise. I'd say coaching-wise, too. They've got uh, new schemes that we've had to plan for that we're planning for currently in practices. So there's a lot of things that are going to be thrown at us, but nothing that we shouldn't – nothing that should be unexpected for us, especially – considering the teams who we want to play coming forward in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's a huge test. It's a huge test. And, and again, I, I think ultimately, as, as a Wildcat fan, what I'm looking for in this game is maybe. Maybe you figure out a way to win. Maybe you don't. But what I'm looking for, similar to the SFA game, is how do you compete? Mm -hmm. how, do you, how do you show the other team that you're here to stay? Because these are the type of teams that if you want to advance, first of all, you want to make it to the playoffs, you got to beat these type of yep. teams at some point but you really have to compete against these teams every single round you know and so why not just start now yeah you know? and and it's it's also big too because sam houston you know they're they're kind of playing this game just so they can tweet out after the season undefeated and whack even right. though their games didn't matter so right. i mean it's and in technicality i guess but this is an fbs opponent right. so that these are guys that are going to be 
playing bigger opponents next season. So, I mean, again, great litmus test, and I think it's a great ramp up for SFA. Yeah, and and uh, it'll be it'll be a good game. Um, after the break, we'll come back and we will talk FCS playoffs and the potential for ACU to join the ranks uh, for the first time. We're right back after this. Cohen, let's get into what we see coming up for ACU and what are the hurdles to obviously make it to the playoffs and get you that win. All right, so I did my homework because it's confusing. It really is. So in in FCS, for for a conference to qualify to make the playoffs, it has to have a minimum of six teams. So what some conferences will do is they'll combine two of the smaller conferences and kind of send that one into the playoffs. So there's 24 spots. FCS is different than FBS. There's a lot more spots. 24, one for each conference. And the conference that we are a part of for the playoffs is obviously the WAC, but it's the WAC combined with the ASUN. Correct. So it is going to come down to, first off, if we don't uh, win against SFA on November 19th, it's a moot point. Right. But let's assume, well, just put it in this way. The winner of the WAC, which is going to be the winner of the SFA ACU game, yes, is going to be compared against the winner of the ASUN. Right now, if I go back to one of these ranking pictures, that's either going to be Eastern Kentucky University or Austin P, which those two teams are going to be very close, um, and it's going to come down to the wire for them too, I believe, as well. Okay. But either way, it's going to come down to either ACU or SFA versus EKU yeah. or APU. And if so, then from there, this is all very confusing, but then from there, they can only send one. So it's going to come down to the winner of those two, and that's going to be based on their record. Right. And if the record is the same, and this isn't the conference record, this is just their overall overall record. Overall record. Right. And then if the record is the same, they have a special number, and, and you can find this on the FCS Twitter and a bunch of other places, but it's, it's just, it's a rating. I think it's called a Q rating or something along those lines. And, it's it, it it factors in how much we've scored, opponents we've played, how good or bad we've performed offensively and defensively. It factors all that in, and it gives the team just a rating for the season. So if the record is tied, then it's going to go to that Q rating between the A-Sun victor or the WAC victor, and then whoever comes out on top of all that goes to the playoffs. That's a lot. So uh, it is a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I mean, you would hate for it to, to come down to AC because because here 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 is the let's back up here. So ACU and SFA meet on the nineteenth. Yep. There's still a lot that you can that you can control, right? You can control raising that trophy, getting that ring. Yes. Whack winning, champions. Winning the whack. Yep. But your season still may be over, right? If even if you raise that trophy that day. Yep. And it would be completely out of our control. Yes. And mm-hmm. so, as a competitor, obviously you want to continue to play and and. Um, but uh, that that's a positive. Like, so I, I I don't want Wildcat fans to think, well, why should I watch the 19th if if even if they win, it's going to be up to some committee. Well, it is technically, but you're still going to be able to celebrate with the Wildcats. Yeah. So that's a it's a the huge winner of deal. that game is still the WAC champions. It's a huge it, deal. Yeah, huge and that that's deal. huge for the program. Um, and again, for for students, again, uh, so I, I I just think it's a really it's a really big deal for ACU to promote right that they hired a new coach, really. Uh, Obviously, we've had a new stadium the last couple of years. Now we have a, a brand new coach and a brand new system. And, and I mean, it's just it's, we have, again, new Coliseum and, and good basketball. To have a good football team, yeah. too, is it really will lift the campus morale, mm-hmm. honestly. For sure. And for you guys, I mean, shoot, I want you guys to get a ring and, yeah. and to lift that trophy and, to, you know, just for, for, for confidence for next year because yeah. that helps with recruiting. It, it really does. 
And I mean, with all with all that in mind too, going back to the Sam Houston game, that actually it does matter. It matters, now. and it matters how you win or lose. Exactly. Yes. So yes. if let's say we blow them out, that's yes. obviously going to help our record and abundantly help our Q rating if it comes down to that. I would just say if if you if you beat Sam Houston and you win at SFA, there should not be a vote. There, like, there's. That's my opinion, because because I'm telling because my thing is I don't know Eastern Kentucky or APU so, set schedule, but who are they playing? Here's so here's just what I know just off the top of my head. Um, Austin they they played they I think they I want to say they beat two FBS teams. Okay, so that's okay. going to be their big claim yeah. to fame, even though they're only two and two in the A Sun. I can I can look it up, and that, that's reflected by their Q rating. So so right. if, you, if you look at that graph, they're ranked ahead of us, even though they're two and two in their respective conference. Their Q rating is higher than ours. And that makes sense. And I believe yeah. it is because they beat two FBS teams. EKU, on the other hand, is still very solid, and I want to say they beat Sam this season. Interesting. I think they did. Okay. I think they're one of Sam's two losses. Okay. So again, two very solid teams, and it's gonna be it's it's gonna be a shame if it comes down to the record of the Q rating. But if we beat Sam and if we beat SFA, it should make the path a lot easier for us. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, APU. They beat Easter Kentucky. Um, mm, and, and and that's going to be a factor for them too. Yes, that head to head, and they were sixteenth, obviously, and then they <laughs> they play Alabama. Oh, do on they? Nineteenth, yes. Oh, good luck. Wow. You know what? Uh, I think a win there will help their Q rating yeah. just a little bit. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so w- what it what it comes down to is this: um, ACU needs to win, and they need to win convincingly. Or if they lose to Sam Houston, they need to lose. Close. It yes. doesn't need to be fifty-two nothing. It needs to be a good game. And so, for for all the Wildcat fans out there, obviously you want to tune into both of those games. You definitely want ACU to win, but if you, they can't win on the twelfth, then it's not the end of the world. Yep. Um, I just want to quickly uh, talk about um, the the nineteenth again. How big it's, that game is going to be for the community of ACU. We just had a huge game here in Moody Coliseum. Yeah. Th- I mean that that was as packed as I've seen Moody ever. And I got a free shirt. Yeah, you got a free shirt and you were on the air, the yeah. ESPN Plus. <laughs> yeah. But but this would be equally as big, in my opinion, simply because simply because the community this is this is Friday Night Lights territory. This is we're in Texas, so yeah. football is king. I cannot imagine the scene if we could pack that place out at Wildcat Stadium and then you guys win. That would be awesome. It's it's probably going to be the biggest game football game in Abilene since oh, yeah. 2012. Yeah, easily. Uh, last time that they were in the playoffs. So easily. It's it's it can't be understated how much we need the student section there, especially because they're the life of the campus. They're right. going to be the life of the crowd. They're going to be the ones cheering us on. Uh, make sure it's loud. Right. Make sure even we get the city of Abilene behind us. I know it's going to be a huge game and. And we're we're gonna do our best to put on a good show. So I mean that November nineteenth game. I mean that's that's what it's all for. It's gonna come down to the WAC champion is the winner of that game. And we will have more information. and We'll talk a lot about that next week as well. But this week, Sam Houston State uh, on ESPN at twelve Central Time. Check that out. Cohen, anything else? No, I mean it's just it's getting exciting now. You yeah, know, you man. start to get goosebumps just talking about it. Good so. luck to you guys. We're we're behind you guys uh, as Wildcat fans. All right, ACU is uh, is headed to, to to Sam Houston State to play this week, and uh, we'll be back on the Inside Source next week. Hutton Harris, Cohen Carpenter, go Wildcats! <laughs>